Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. And I'm Michelle. And today we're covering uh, we're covering the film How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was made in 2003. It's got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 42% <laughs> and an IMDb score of 6.4 out of 10. That's higher than I expected it to be. <laughs> it stars Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson, Katherine Hahn, who's now really well known for Bad Moms. The movie oh, Bad Moms. right. Uh, and Thomas Lennon, who I really like. And also the Queen, B.B. Newworth. Oh, yeah. And Robert Klein, but, you oh, know. there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I can't stop and list them all. Oh, I know. There, There's just, a, like, I, I just have, like, a weird niche of actors. And so, it was like, <laughs> you're not mentioning B.B. Newworth and Robert Klein? But, yeah, um, <laughs> but the, uh, the premise of this movie, uh, this is pulled from IMGb. You have uh, Benjamin Barry is an advertising executive and ladies' man who, to win a big campaign, bets that he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days. Andy Anderson uh, covers the How To Beat for Composure magazine and is assigned to write an article, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They meet in a bar shortly after the bet is made. Yes. Um, So this movie opens... Where we show up at Composure, we see all these articles yes. that Andy has written for Composure, yeah, the, which is really Cosmo magazine. Yes, it's, really it's, it's shorthand for Cosmo, yeah. Um, and the kind of, the articles that we see that she's written is uh, articles like how to get a better bot in five days, how to uh, feng shui your apartment, and how to talk your way out of a ticket. And actually hanging up in her cubicle, you see how to love your legs in the background. <laughs> I miss that. Yeah. That, that's All hanging right. up in the background. It's right behind Catherine Hahn when they're eating later on. Okay, the movie. yeah, I just yeah, I missed that. It amused me because it was I was like, mm-hmm. how to love your legs. Okay, I'll, that's fine. All right. Um, immediately we get the idea that Andy is the quote unquote cool girl. She's yeah. She likes basketball and writing about politics and none of this stupid makeup girly crap that she's forced yeah. to write. I would like that, that- made me roll my eyes. Yes, because like I have a note about that. It's because she, you know, she's the like ridiculously attractive woman who, uh, who doesn't want to like who works at a girl quote unquote girly magazine. Yeah, but she doesn't want to cover the girly magazine topics. Later, when everybody's having lunch, they're all eating salads, and she's eating a big hunk and cheeseburger. No, the other girl's eating Chinese. Oh, I missed that. Michelle is eating Michelle's eating salad. And then, you know, like, she drinks beer, like, not afraid. Like She, she loves sports. She's, she's... Yeah. The thing about Andy, the, we- the worst thing about Andy, I really... this I noticed about... Yeah. Mm, I would say three quarters of the way through the movie. We know nothing about her. We really don't. We know she has an MBA, which seems like that would be something that would be She has an MBA show. in journalism from where was it? Col- Columbia. No, was it Columbia? Yeah. Okay. But, but, like, we know nothing. We get nothing about... Her own, what her own dating history is like, what her own, like, from a movie like this, Mm -hmm. typically you would expect that she is either uh, bad at love. Right. Or that she doesn't like commitment herself, which is honestly where I think the movie was kind of going, but didn't show. But even, but based on the premise of the movie and the fact that she she works her way into writing this article, you know, for like, for the benefit of her friend, Michelle, who's heartbroken. Um, like we can't get anything about her because everything that she's doing is, is an act. 
to to try to drive like, like some poor schmuck away. Yeah, I, but I mean, like at the beginning, yeah, when they go, because because like Andy looks at their other friend, who's I cannot remember her name right now. I can't either because uh, like characters are not well defined in this movie. The only reason I remember Michelle's name is because it matches mine. Yes, and it's Catherine Hahn. Right. Who I like I said it's going to drive me crazy. I love and adore her. I think she is super hysterical. Yeah. Uh I've seen her in a number of things. She has a stint in Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I adore that show and there's just a lot of stuff she's been in that I really like her. She's, oh, usually, she's terrific. But she's usually the secondary character actor. Mm-hmm. So and this she's she is the best friend. But yeah. like the Andy and the the other girl who works in the office uh realize that she's not that Michelle hasn't come into work. Jeannie. Jeannie. That's or Janine. I think, yeah. Jeannie. Whatever. Yeah, there we go. Well, so they realize that she hasn't come into work. So Andy somehow races across town in a half an hour and back. Oh, it's like the meeting's in 30 minutes. Yeah. When, when she shows up at Michelle's apartment. Oh, they come on. 15. Staff meeting in 15 minutes. Yeah. How she manages to like get ready and then get through New York in 15 minutes. In a car. Because they're not walking. If yeah, they, they were, pull if up they in a like, cab. If they were, like, running, I would buy it. But they pull up in a cab, which means they had to deal with traffic. But anyway, I've never been to New York, but... I've, I've, been the... to New, I've been to New York. If you're getting anywhere, you're walking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's that. That's how it opens. And then we, we talked about how she... Michelle has had a really hard time. She's broken up with this guy. They only dated a week. But it was the best week of my but life. It was the best week of her life. But you kind of get the idea that every guy she dates, it's been the best week of her yeah. life. And and what did I do wrong? Why did where did I go wrong? Well, she didn't get her actual work for her job done. Yeah. And so her friend, the friend Jeannie, uses that as an excuse. She's like, oh well, she got dumped. <gasps> and also oh, the meeting comes terrible. to a stop. But you look amazing. Yeah. That don't help. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I haven't eaten since the split. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to backhand her, just to be clear. I already too. But anyway, so who wants to use Michelle's personal life for a story? And so Andy rushes in to save her friend. Yeah. Because she doesn't want anyone else to bug Michelle. and Right. So she, since she's the how-to girl, decides she's going to explain how to lose a guy. Because people yes. like Michelle, who are great, don't understand how they push guys away. Yeah. So some of the, like the stuff leading up to this, you have, you know, as, as they're coming into the office, Andy yeah. telling Michelle, if the most beautiful woman in the world acted the way you did, any normal guy would still go running in the other direction. And oh, Michelle says not if you, you could throw up on them and they would still be there. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So the, the, the idea of the article comes up and, and Andy says, you know, she's going to start dating a guy and then drive him away using the classic mistake classic mistakes that women make all of the time so a dating how-to in reverse yeah and meanwhile we have also seen ben arrive at his job on a motorcycle that he parks yes. in between two cars which that's that that was clever and funny i like that yeah but you gather very quickly he's a pig he is he yeah. gets off his bike and the uh i forgot the woman's name she, she's the actress or yeah. the character's name? I never knew the character's name. The characters are, they're never, like, separated. They're they are known respectively as Spears and Green, and they're just called the Judies. You don't, you never know which yeah. is which, but the actress's name is Michael Michelle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, McConaughey and his group call them Sticks and Legs. No, no, no. Uh, lips and Hips. Lips and Hips. That's what it is. Lips and Hips. Yeah. Lips and Hips. Lips and Hips. But yeah, so they, yeah, he, she's out there. One of them is out there reading the magazine composure yeah. that she works for 
and he's like, oh, how to da 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 da. Uh, you want to how to like spice up your bedroom or something like that? You can try some of that on me later. Pig. Yeah. Pig. 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 Yes. Like she just rolls her eyes like she's had to deal with this every day. Yeah. Ever. And um and clearly he's a serial dater because we get that he's never with a girl for more more than a night. At, at some point, yeah. Like I think one of his coworkers, Thayer, which is uh, Thomas Lennon's character. Mm-hmm. Um, makes a comment is like how they're going on like a second date or something like that and it's like oh isn't this like one day longer than you normally date women or something like but, that that's when they find out his say 10 yeah. days because they say isn't that 9 days longer than you that's right. a woman that's right that's right um, um, but yeah so so you have that and then you go back to the, that. that's kind of how the intro to, to Ben is that he is trying yeah. to land this diamond account because he wants to get out of the beer and bat the beer and sports. Yeah. It's the weird. Yeah. We're the, ad man. Yeah. We're the sneakers and beer division. Precious gems aren't exactly our forte. Yeah. Um, but Ben is convinced that if he can land this account with, uh, with Delauer diamonds, that if he can, like, if I could represent them, I basically represent the entire industry. Mm-hmm. Like, which let's just be clear. Diamonds are not that precious precious of a commodity. They really are not. But they are considered. They're considered luxury. Luxury, yeah. Which is which like, is why he won. Yeah, is, yeah. It is a big. Oh, like I understand. Ad campaign thing, and it's clearly made after De Beers. Diamonds, yes, it's which is, it's De Beers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, real world diamonds are not that precious of a commodity. <laughs> it's like they are everywhere. Um, but yeah, so so he's so basically he wants to. Um, the Judys have have a have a meeting with their boss, oh, like for drinks that night. So he's decided that since he's the one who brought the idea of, or like he brought the tip that this company was going to be looking for a new advertising agency, that since he brought in the tip, that he should be the one to pitch the account, and so he's going to swoop in and into the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, he feels he deserves it. Yes. Um, so he gets there. Yes. He, or he's waiting at the table he's, when they get he's there. He's waiting rather. there. Uh, and the and of course, he's having a beer while they're having champagne. Of course. Of course. Um, but the Judys sit down and the one, they're, it's really hard for me to be mad at him for being a pig because when they do what they do. When Yeah, when they're. Because they yeah. clearly use their their bodies as a way to get their boss's attention. Yes. And I'm not saying that's, that's right <laughs> by any mm-hmm. stretch. I understand that people, th- they think they probably have to do it because it's a boys club or whatever. Right. But he's kind of already on their side. Mm-hmm. It's just, this guy is the one who came with the tip and mm-hmm. he did the work and the legwork on it. And mm-hmm. Ben feels like he deserves yeah. a chance. Yeah. And so the... then they make the bet. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the boss is leaning toward, giving the account to the Judy's because yeah. you know, as he puts it's like you know they they sell luxury better than anybody in the business yeah he's like you know you sell alcohol and athletic equipment yeah and that's great and but this is what they do yeah. yeah and so you know so Ben not to be deterred like goes along with goes along with his idea of a bet of like what's the quote um you're talking about you know like diamonds that the diamonds are about love like diamonds are about commitment you know they're they're talking all these things about diamonds and and how and this comes into like well just his his first pitch is that a diamond isn't forever a diamond is, is for, for everyone. everyone and the girls are like no 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 yeah that makes it not unique and not special and that is not what you, you want. want yeah 
Um, and so, like, so it all, it all, there's, there's banter, there's, there's back and forth discussing diamonds mm-hmm. and, and then this somehow comes around to, you know, him being a ladies man. And, you know, he's like, you know, like I, I love women, whether they're four or they're 40 or my 88 year old grandmother, like I love women. Um, you know, they're, but they kind of keep pressing him of, you know, yeah, but you know, can a That's woman. That's lust, not love, love kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and so at some point the, the line that I came up with, the skills required to market a diamond are the same as those needed to make a woman fall in love. Yeah, so that's... I'm like, yeah, because that's a one-to-one ratio. And at... Yeah, true. <laughs> at that point is when... Because the two, the two Judys actually the Judys were at, were composure. at composure and learned that Andy is doing this article. They see Andy there trying to pick up the guy. Right. So they say, you have to make her fall in love with you because they know she's going to make his life miserable. Mm-hmm. And... He agrees because Andy at that point looks amazing. Like, yeah, she's in this beautiful backless dress. She's also Kate Hudson. Yes, um, which doesn't hurt. There are so many times <laughs> this movie though. There's like three or four times this movie where I went, "Man, she's Goldie's daughter." Dude, I have that note down too because, like, yeah. seriously, there are so many mannerisms in this that yeah. I was like, "She is such her like she is so much her mother's daughter." She really is. Um, but yes, yeah, so they proceed to go on a cute first date. Mm-hmm. He take he like literally picks her up at the bar and takes her out. For seafood. It surprised me that they, they went for seafood. That he went for something messy. Yeah. Not something like super clean. Not something, <laughs> you know. And yeah. she ate. Yeah. Like there, like there was a very, there was very, I, I appreciated that I aspect. I did too. And like that was fun. Uh, we A friend of ours has, has often said, you know, she, she goes out with a guy, you know, like thinks that there would be a possibility of something between them. She's always told me, he's like, the first place we're going is like, we're going for barbecue so that he can see like exactly what kind of person <laughs> I am. <laughs> and so it was like, I like, I appreciate that move. Like t- going somewhere like for, for like this first outing, like when you've literally known each other for 30 seconds of like, let's go to a place where like, that's not fancy where we're literally in plastic bibs eating lobster with our fingers. You know, like I do appreciate that. I will say when they introduce themselves to each other, mm-hmm. cause that's the first time you hear both of their names, like next to Andy Anderson and Benjamin, Benjamin Barry. Barry. I went, what are they superheroes in disguise? Like what the crap, man? You're not I Lois have, Lane. This okay? is why we're best friends. Cause I have that note too. <laughs> like literally I wrote both their names down with an arrow. I was like, what are they superheroes? I don't think so. Um, oh, but gosh, anyway, so yeah, yeah then, the, so they go back to his place, uh, he turns on Hot in Here, because that's a song that makes you wanna, wanna hook up. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes, oh wait, no, 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 this is a commitment, it's not a hookup. Yeah. So he changes yeah. the music to it's something like, softer. How, what, what is it he says, something's like, you know, a diamond is not a one night stand. A diamond is a commitment. commitment. Yeah. And so he changes the music, and... When she tells him to come sit on the bed, he pats next to him on the sitting on like the dresser. Right? Yeah, he's leaning against the dresser. And yeah. I mean, they do have really good I chemistry. Do, yeah, and, like, I do. I do love the push and pull that they have, mm-hmm. um, especially because you can tell Andy is legitimately attracted to him. Yeah, and then like, they're both like huge Knicks fans. They're <laughs> right, all that kind of stuff. So, and then she leaves her purse. She doesn't sleep with him. Yeah, leaves her purse behind. He finds it. And then, like, he takes it to work so he can give it to her the next day. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, he, the person's on his desk and they're like, the, his friends are like, you haven't looked in it? No, man. A woman's purse is her secret source of power. And I was just like, that, it's a purse, man. It's a it's, bag. Yeah. Like, 
I, I've been, I, I'm married. It is still difficult to get my husband to go through my purse when I need something. <laughs> like, my, he's my like, s- I don't want to get, I don't know what's in there. Yeah. My, what, do you think someone's going to jump out and bite you? My stepdad is the exact same way with my mom's purse. Many times, like, my mom has, you know, he'll be like, oh, do you have any aspirin with you? There's something like that. She'll be like, yeah, it's in my purse. Mm-hmm. He will literally, like, pick up her purse and bring it to me and go, I was looking for aspirin. Can you find it? That has happened to me. Yeah. With my husband. We were at my parents' house and he needs, he lotions his hands because he's a yeah. programmer. Yeah. So he always needs to have, like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he goes, uh, honey, do you have any lotion with you? And I was like, yeah, it's in my purse. Just go get it. He comes out with my whole purse. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Look, it was in the little side thing. Here you go. Yeah. My but. my issue, like, with this whole purse thing, and, like, and my note is in all capital letters of the, because I can't remember what it is that Thayer says, and he's like, oh, do you have an, uh, like, do you have an ethical problem digging through a woman's purse, or something like that, and that's when he makes yeah. a comment, he's like, you know, that's where she keeps her power, or whatever. Yeah. My note in all caps is, you have an, you have an ethical problem going through a woman's purse, but not with manipulating her feelings for a bet. Yeah, the... There's a lot of stuff in that that I wish could uh-huh. be more unpacked in the actual uh-huh. movie. Yeah. Because, like, and I, I feel like he doesn't take love seriously at all. Yeah. But, and you would expect that to have something to do with his past. Yeah. But to jump ahead just for a second, we'll come back. When we meet his parents later, that's they're, not the case. Like, he's great. got a great family. Yeah. So I guess we're supposed to believe he's just a normal guy who hasn't met the right girl yet. Yeah, but like, like but a he, normal good guy sh- shouldn't be trying to manipulate someone's feelings. Yeah, well, and but you know, talking about his family, you know, his his mom tells Andy, you know, you're the first girl he's ever brought home. Yeah, like so it's like it pretty much just leads you to believe he's a serial dater. Like yeah. he doesn't ever like he doesn't ever settle down. Like essentially. You know he's the he's the Barney Stinson of the super early two thousands. Barney Stinson, but his mom doesn't realize it. Like yeah, he's so close. He seems so close to his family when we see him later. Yeah, I mean he goes and changes the kid's diaper the moment he shows up, mm-hmm. and like anyway, we'll get to that. But, yeah, but that to me was just an interesting thing because most of the time in something like this that I've seen in the past or that we will see in the future, for example, the movie The Proposal, which yeah. which I've watched a bunch of times, you learn why Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock's character has her walls up. Yeah. Like, and you learn why Ryan Reynolds has his walls up and why his walls and her walls are very different. But like, you learn that in this movie. You don't find anything out about these actual people. I know. That that was something that... Because here's the thing. I remember, I can't remember, I want to say, I probably went to see this movie with my cousin Mm -hmm. uh, because since it came out in 2003, February of 2003, so I would have been like three months away from graduating high school. Um, so I have a feeling, like I know I went to see it in theaters. I'm fairly certain I went to see this with my cousin Jamie. Um, but it was a movie, like I got it on DVD pretty pretty quickly after it came out. I took it with me to college. And and it's a movie that like, you know, when, when, we'd, when we'd all like hang out and like get mm-hmm. together or something like that, we put it on. I know um, Danny and I watched it many times because for whatever reason, she and I were hung up on on the line. Our love fern, you let what? it die. Yes. <laughs> I you killed know. our love fern is still one of my favorite lines. <laughs> yes. I, I, like, we'll get there. There are several lines in this movie that I, I adore. Yes. It's, it, the problem is, for me, and we'll get yeah. to it toward the end, but it's the 
the pieces don't make a good exactly. Whole. And but yeah, you know, as much I, as I, re- I actually remem- enjoy, it. yeah, like I I remember like absolutely loving this movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I do too. Danny, like Danny and I, uh, like we would constantly like shout that shout that freaking love for line at each other. Um, like that, and there was something else in this too that we would that we were just constantly quoting at each other. Yeah, we had this one on DVD, and it was in yeah, the rotation with like I, a while you were sleeping and ever after. Yeah, absolutely, and um, and like, and I remember loving it, and then I realized I hadn't seen it since college. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in a long time because I ended up um selling a bunch of my DVDs of like stuff I never watched anymore, and so like I just don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. So since since I don't have the DVD and I don't have cable, I just kind of stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. So deciding to rewatch it for this, it, it like it just became very evident to me. Like this is this movie is very very thin. Mm-hmm. Like I n- just never paid attention to that before. Just how thin of a movie it is. It it exists on the chemistry of Kate and Matthew. Yeah, that like literally that's the only thing in this movie. Yeah, and and it blew my mind looking on IMDb and finding out this is apparently based on on a book. That or, seems crazy to me. I was like, I, I kind of want to get my hands on the book. Like, I want to see what that is now. Like, I I want to see like if there's more to that. Um, so like I said, it just it's very very thin. Like we we never get anything as you as you so astutely pointed out. We don't get anything about the actual people. We know one fact about each of them. Yeah. And it feels like that's all that we need. Because we know she wants to write political serious pieces. Mm -hmm. And he would like to... He 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 wants wants a more prestigious job. Yeah. He wants his his job to... A promotion, essentially. Yeah. And that's all... And then we know that they both like basketball. And everything else we know is very... Everything is superficial. Superficial. It's very shallow. We, We get... There are ways to read between the lines. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to work that hard with a movie like this. I know yeah. that sounds stupid, but like I should not have to have a headcanon about her family <laughs> to watch this movie. Because like I said, we'll get there. There's some yeah. stuff when she meets his family that I want to talk mm-hmm. about for sure. But anyway, so then he finds the next tickets. Yeah, and he sends her a hundred roses. Like that is a man that is desperate for his next tickets. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he probably could have bought Nick's tickets for the amount that it cost. Not though, not that good seats though. To be yeah, fair, he's like true. Well, yeah, and because that's the other thing, like she, they, they say at the very beginning of the movie that she'd been shamelessly flirting with a like over the phone with a guy from Sports Illustrated for weeks, and he yeah. sends her to like two very good Nick's tickets. Yeah, and so for for like the the finals of uh like for the first game of the finals with the Knicks. And yeah, I don't think they ever say who they're against. You can see it on the screen. Oh, it's but the I the Kings. Remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, the, the Knicks, Knicks versus I, the Kings. So it's California versus yeah. versus New York. But I think it was the Kings. That sounds right. Yeah. Now that you say that, I remember them okay. saying that later. I'm like I can. But look yeah. It up. So you have the first game, and you can see the moment she just and they're having a good time. Like mm-hmm. they're oh, yeah. yelling. They're having a and, blast. Yeah. And and you see the moment she flips the switch. Yeah. She flips the switch. I did have a, I did have one note in the midst of all this here because they end up on kiss cam. Yes, that's cute. Yeah. So so because this movie takes place and because this happens in two thousand three, naturally the song is six minutes on the richer kiss. Yeah. 
It's like, oh man, the days when that was on every soundtrack. I have song notes later too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we got some good ones. There's some good songs in this there, movie. There are like, some good songs. Legitimately, there are some songs where I'm like, yes. There are some good songs. Some Hot of them, in Here was not one of them. But agreed. But it's like crystallized in amber of the time. That's true. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so it's like I said, so she flips the switch. She makes him miss the last like 90 seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. Making him go get her, go get her soda, and then it's not a diet, so she has to go. He has to go, go back, back and, and miss the the final like shot of the game. The, like one of the best, yeah. Plays the ever. final, the final shot of the game that puts the Knicks over by one point to win. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that like I don't even enjoy sports all that much, but when I am into a sport, yeah, I yeah. am into it, and that would I, we, that would yeah. have killed me. I don't even care about sports, and that would have killed me. Yeah, if if you haven't clued in on this, or like if we haven't mentioned it at any other time, Michelle and I are very much indoor kids. We are not sports ball people. Yeah, oh. much to the chagrin of our respective families. Yeah, my husband's um, not either, which is the, yeah. the funniest. <laughs> so yeah, but, um, I mean, I played basketball in in high in junior high, not uh, yeah, junior high, but elementary and stuff. Yeah. So I know the rules. I enjoy watching sometimes with my family. And, yeah. My family family gets heated up it's really fun to watch yeah well and but yeah and i was a cheerleader for for basketball for exactly. six years so, so so i mean we know how the games are played yes. except it's just not the way we prefer to spend our time yeah um but yeah so then the next night she calls him or the next day she calls him while he's at work yeah to ask him if he wants to do something that night and he goes how about a movie and she's like my, oh, my pick? pick and so she chooses the chick flick like marathon, marathon. Which has the movies Sleepless in Seattle, Fried Green Tomatoes, Mystic Pizza, and When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Now, is that not a snapshot of the time? <laughs> because, very, like, very much. I would hazard a guess that most people listening to us don't know what Fried Green Tomatoes is. Yeah, and I have... I haven't watched it in long enough that I couldn't tell you. I, yeah. I can tell you that I think, and this is just a think, like I don't remember for sure, I think it's a little still Magnolia's vibey. It's a, it's a little bit, yeah. If I remember right. Um, I would, I don't know if I would have ever called it like a chick flick, except for like you said before, the divine secrets of the Yaya sisterhood. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's a chick flick in the way of like, it's, it's a, it's about the bonds between women. Yes. Yes. It's like men are not prevalent in the story at all. I remember watching it. I've watched it multiple times, but not since I was about 13. So I have, I have not seen this movie since I was probably 12. Yeah. So I don't. It's probably been 20 years about since I've seen it. Other than the fact that I'm like, you've got... Uh, other than and I'm I might be confusing this with How to Make an American Quilt because that was really popular at the time too. Yeah, I never saw that one. So. But I'm like I'm like you got is it Kathy Bates and Jessica Tandy in Fried Green Tomatoes? Oh man, I don't and think then, it's Kathy Bates. But is it, it not be. Kathy Bates? I don't remember. I don't you remember. Look it up. No, it's fine. We're good. Let's let's keep. But moving. you also have Mystic Pizza with with which is the, the one, one of the first Julie Roberts, Julie Roberts like movies. one of her very first movies. When Harry Met Sally, which is one of my favorites, we're going to talk about it. Which some we will point. talk about. Yeah, Flips in Seattle, which is also a great Meg Ryan. Which movie. we will also talk about. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> but and we're at the end of Slips in Seattle, and she starts talking in the movie. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, if I get were the, out. If, if I were the dude behind him, I would have pummeled her too. I would have pummeled her, not him. Yeah, but that's just because I'm me. But yeah, he gets punched in the face because she won't shut her mouth in the yes. movie. Yes. Um. Then the stupid like, I got a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. with him rubbing his face on her breast. Yeah. Although she wasn't uncomfortable with it, it made her laugh. So. It's fine, right? It just—it was a little bit like, oh, really? Yeah. But well, you're a dude, as we've so said, of course, really. like pig. Um, from there, 
Is it the next? Like he he's gonna cook for her the next night. Is that it? Yes. Um, he's gonna cook for her the next he's night. Bringing out the lamb. Which yeah, is the big like guns. that. That's that's the big guns. Yeah, he's, he's cooking. He's lamb. telling Thayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, so he's he's cooking like rack of lamb and you know with the cherry with uh, the cherry glaze, glaze. and uh, which I'll give him props. It's not mint jelly, so that's that's something different. Cause I don't like cherry. Yeah, I'd probably try it though. It looks. I will say it looks real yummy. It does look good. Did not know you didn't like cherry. I don't. Like, How have we been friends this long and I don't know that? I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing. It reminds me of cough syrup. Any any cherry Agreed. sends me back oh, to that like childhood. No, like, see, I'm I'm right there with you. I hate artificial cherry for that reason, but I love actual cherry. I'm not a, it, the, the the real cherry does the same thing to me. I don't know what it is. Weird. It's just that weird taste. It doesn't agree with me. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Off topic, but <laughs> weird side tangent. But that's what we do. Um, so anyway, she, she, as we already discussed, she is not a vegetarian. She loves. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Early, like she's earlier in yeah earlier in, in day, the day. She's eating she's, a bacon cheeseburger. No, no, no. They forgot her bacon. They forgot the bacon. Like the first thing she says is, "They always forget my bacon." And then she proceeds to inhale this monstrous cheeseburger. Yeah. And she has to have a conversation with food in her mouth because her boss isn't waiting for her to chew. Yeah. Um. But so she gets to his house. And he's got the game set up, table, yeah, candlelit. Like it really does look like a nice romantic dinner. Yeah, and which they're by gonna, the way, and, and they're gonna watch the Knicks game. They've known each other four days. Yep. I'm just saying, like, there's some time issues with this movie that I don't well, appre- appreciate. They, but that's the thing. They like, have to. I know they, because they both only have ten days. Yeah. I wish that it would be like how to lose a guy in ten weeks. Because <laughs> I feel like it would. Ten weeks is a long time. But like ten weeks is way too long. Yeah, yeah, I know. But for it this just kind of article it feels very fast mm-hmm. for both sides. Yeah, like yeah. if I were her, I'd be freaking out about how fast he is moving, as much as anything else. Yeah, but I. So like she doesn't have time to do that because she's so busy trying to mess exactly. It up. And I think that's another thing that that's something that that I hit upon in watching it this time was that. You know, like, I think she just, like, assumes that he's some sort of freak because, like, he's not buckling to anything that she's doing. And so, like, she never stops to question, like... She's just like, what is this, the most stubborn man in the universe? Like, come on. Yeah, and so, like, he's just, he's not bowing to any of the ridiculous stuff that she's doing. And so she never stops to question that. Yeah, I feel like... That would have been an interesting sub, like an yeah. interesting extra point in this movie for her to figure out there's something going on. Yeah, and be like, I still really dig this guy, and I'm having a good time messing with him, so I'm gonna keep messing with him to yeah. see how far I can push him. But at the same time, but she just and that's, I do have notes about this because this is something that that really, really irritated me watching this is mm-hmm. that. They both go into it, and like for her, I can understand. Like for her, I can I understand a little bit more of, and because like she's working for a magazine, it's not exactly the journalism that she went and got a master's degree for. Yeah, like but she is working for a magazine, and so this is a kind of journalism. I was a communications like journalism major in mm-hmm. college, and so there, one of the things it's never explicitly it was never explicitly taught. But one of the things that you figure out in doing that is that you have to put yourself second to the story that you're Mm -hmm. doing. 
And so your own emotions, your own feelings can't necessarily enter into it unless, like the class that we took together, you're doing a feature writing. Yeah. Something like that. And so I can understand to a certain degree, it's still a despicable thing to do to put a guy through all of this just for the sake of an article. Um, But neither one of them, neither one of, this is the thing that annoyed me, is that neither one of them take the other person's feelings into account of to what this is going to do to another person. Mm -hmm. And they don't stop to take their own feelings into account. Like we're never given any of that. Not um, until the very, very not in, end. Not when until the very at each other in a parking lot. Yes, or exactly. On the street. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like I said, that because there, there's a. It was initially a play. It's now a movie, and I know I've mentioned it to you before. Mm-hmm. Uh, called uh, called the Shape of Things, mm-hmm. where spoiler alert. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Um, in the movie, the movie version, it's uh, Rachel Weiss and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is, you know, he's a, like, dopey, kind of schlubby guy named Adam. Rachel Weiss is this, you know, cool, like, artsy, bohemian kind of girl. And and so, like, they start dating. And basically, like, she conditions him through sex and through love and affection and all this to he loses weight he gets rid of his glasses and wears contacts and he starts dressing better and all of this come to find out that all of the stuff that she's been doing and like this whole time like he's in love with her it's her senior thesis art project he is her art project and so they have this big blow up at the end and and that, like, this time watching watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I had that moment of, like, this is really, this is, there's so much shape of things in this. Of, like, where they are each manipulating another person to get, to get their own, like, to, to accomplish their own goals. And, like, never stopping to think what, like, how this is going to affect the other person that yeah. they're manipulating. And that rubbed me so far the wrong way. I will watching say this time. on her side, just just a yes. little teeny tiny bit. She is thinking of him as a stereotypical dude because mm-hmm. the way he picks her up is pretty yeah. stereotypical. Like I don't think she she ever thought he was in danger of being in love with her. Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever thought he was in danger of anything like that. And then yeah. when he held on so long, she it freaked her out, and so she turned everything into overdrive. Yeah, because the first things she does aren't that like completely nuts. Like the love fern is the craziest she gets at first. Yeah. Okay. The but and then but but because like she expected, I think fully expected him to dump her that night. He missed yes. the game. She girlified his apartment. She brought him a love fern he has to take care of. Yeah. She names his dick Princess Sophia all in this one night. <laughs> Any normal guy yes. is going to dump her after that. So I think after that, she was so like thrown that she turned everything up to 11 and stopped thinking even more. Because I before agree. that, like yeah. I think everything she did was calculated enough that he was, she didn't think he was fully in love with her. There was no, there was an, in fact, there was a, an attraction, but no love. Right. And so she, so she, does that make sense? Like it does I, from, from her perspective at the beginning. Yeah, I think she never intended it to hurt like that. Mm-hmm. And and she even says when she like toward the end of the movie when she tries to get out of writing the article, I've gotten to know this guy. It's not right what we're doing. I know. And her boss won't give her won't give her any quarter. Yeah. But yeah, so so she comes in while he's making the lamb, and he's like taking everything out of the oven, so he's not paying attention. 
And she puts a new bedspread on his thing and fills the house with stuffed animals. Everything and pink, naturally. Everything pink. And and then she pulls out the love fern. Or he asks her what's in the box. And it's the love fern. It needs love and, and affection, just like we do. Just like our new relationship. <laughs> yeah. Which is hilarious. And, and see, that part to me is funny. And that seems like something this Michelle girl would do. Yes. Like, 100%. That seems like something Michelle would do. So, so yeah, you have all that. Well, then he puts the lamb on her plate, and she fake cries. And, and says she's, she's a, a vegetarian. vegetarian. If only I ate meat. meat. Oh, my <laughs> word. Which, yeah. So, then they go to... Mary had a little Oh, lamb. yeah, okay. That Sorry. did make me laugh. <laughs> um, but, so, then she drags him to, to a tofu Ooh. restaurant. Oh, that is the cruelest thing she does at this point. We yes, like that. she drags him to a tofu restaurant, oh, so mean. and and so like she's sneaking off to the back into the kitchen where and she's got a taco. Yeah, where she's got a taco, um, and he's and trying is, to eat barley out front. Oh yeah, he's like he's eating like he has a bowl of it's barley and tofu and sprouts, oh, and I don't man. remember what else is in the bowl. He's like rinsing his mouth out between well, bites. Yeah, every so, bite, he's, and so. You know, but then like she comes and like she's watching the Knicks game with the with the people in the kitchen. But then she finally comes back out and sits down and starts to eat. For, yeah, like she pushes it around and isn't eating because she doesn't want the crap. She anymore. doesn't want it either. And so the waitress asks, oh, "I'm sorry, is there a problem with your barley?" And she goes, "No, but I'm just not eating because my boyfriend thinks I'm fat." And she bursts into tears Tear- again. Yeah, and she bursts into tears and then like runs back off to the kitchen and like everybody in the restaurant is staring at him like he's a horrible person. <laughs> and she's like, "No, I don't." I don't, I don't think, think she's fat. I don't think she's fat. And it uh, but just, yeah, I wrote down that my ugh. boyfriend thinks thinks I'm fat line because, like, I swear, I know that it's not funny. Like, in real life, it's not funny. It's not. But the way she does it, like, she flicks the barley at him. My yeah, like, she, she just straight fat. up flings tofu like, at him. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, that part has always made me laugh. Just, I mean just in general, has always made me laugh. Yeah. I, I have been a big person my whole life. My husband and I, when we dated, I can tell you right now, I never, like, altered my eating habits because I was eating right. Which no. most couples, I mean, I think most of the time you don't really want to do that. You want to be honest about who you are. Yeah. But a lot of people do that. But, um, but yeah, So then, but uh, after after the, the tofu disaster, um, they, go, they go back to his apartment she almost gives herself away. Yes, almost. Um, and and so then, like, to basically, because what it is, she saw the game. They get back, or she sees the end of the game where the Knicks fail spectacularly and lose. Yep. And so they get back to his place just in time to catch, like, the... The, the highlight the, reel. Yeah, to catch the highlight reel. And and so she, she makes some comment of, like, oh, I can't believe you missed that shot. And then it shows him missing the shot, or show, yeah, shows the player missing the shot. And then he's like, how how did you know it was going to happen? Oh, he always misses on top of the key. He, and he's like, what? No. No, he doesn't. He, doesn't he, he never does that. So, so to cover, like basically in a moment of panic, she starts pawing at him. Yep. And, and starts. Sex as distraction. <laughs> yeah, sex as distraction. Um, but this is where we get the, her naming his penis Princess Sophia. His member. Like, like okay, I have the note, I have the note down, I never want to hear the word member again. <laughs> I just kept thinking, like, I just kept thinking, if you can't say it, you shouldn't use it. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be allowed to have sex like, if you can't say the word who, penis. 
Who uses that word? It's like he was uncomfortable saying the word penis. Yeah. Like, every time it went to be said in the movie, he would just indicate, like, yeah. down. And I'm just like, it's called oh, a the penis. penis. Like, like we're all good. It's like I like it. I immediately like went to that scene in varsity, like the sex ed scene in Varsity Blues, where where the sex ed teacher is like, okay, just get it out of the way. Everybody, repeat after me: penis, 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 vagina, <laughs> vagina, vagina. See, like I went to kindergarten cop. Girls have a or boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. It shows you our brains like, working very different ways. But like, but like yeah. I literally was just like, dude. I like because and following through with that with that from Varsity Blues, the teacher asked, you know, like, can anybody tell me some other words for erection or something like that? And you know, some kid is like boner, <laughs> and like, and then you know, James Vanderbeek's character just like runs away with like this long list of everything that you can call it, like a penis yeah. and an erection, and like literally that's where my brain was. It's like any one of these words will work. Why member? What is wrong with you? Yeah, it's. Honestly, though, I do think, I will say, I wonder if it was a standards and practice, like a standards thing. Standard practices, no, that's not what I meant. I wondered if it was a, like, motion picture association thing, if it had to do with the rating or something, because they only say penis twice, I think, in this movie. But penis is a clinical term. It is a clinical term, but I know that things have gotten more lax in the past 10 or 15 years. And this movie, this movie's 15 years old, which is insane. But yeah, I agree. But okay, like they, I don't have a problem. with Oh, I know, penis. I know, I know. It's just I'm wondering if that's why. Like, if McConaughey again, was uncomfortable saying it, if this because we talked about a lot of this was uh, uh, ad libbed. A lot of this, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. So I wonder if that was like he was uncomfortable saying penis, so he said member. I don't know. Which just seems but, like a but weird ad lib. Like, I'm like. Like having like a standards thing for the rating, I think to me doesn't make a lot of sense because yeah. because like they say the word like there's an entire like ten minute scene of them repeatedly saying the word bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> um, like he That's like true. he says shit several times. Like he he lets out a goddamn at one point. It's like mm-hmm. it's not. I don't think it had anything to do with keeping a rating. And like and again, penis is a clinical term. I agree with yeah. you. I'm just saying. I wondered if there was something because because like I said, sometimes stuff is weird. Like. Like, I mean, ER says it all the time, so I don't have a problem with it. But, like, ER uses member sometimes, too, in place of it. Um, Very rarely. And even then, I'm like, that's got to be a Carrie Weaver thing. I think I was watching Grey's Anatomy. And did they say it? I don't remember how... A guy gets gets a permanent <laughs> erection. Like, right. turns out he has, a, he has a tumor sitting on his yes. spine. Yada, yada, yada. It's really funny because Meredith's the one who slept with him last, so they say Meredith broke his penis. It's a whole funny okay. thing. Okay. But they they use penis, they use member, they use they can't they never use dick because right. I don't think you can. I think it's a, a thing. I don't know. But yeah, there's there's lots of weird like what you can say and what you can't say stuff. And I yeah. I wonder if it got yeah, but again, my, it was just loosening though. a lot. But, but in movies, it's the same way though. That a lot of times they don't want you to say that kind of stuff. It's weird. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff with movies. I know. So I wonder if that's where it came from, because that's the only thing I can think of. But then he says you can't name it. You know, you can't name a man's you member. Have, like, if you're going to, it has to be something hyper-masculine. Like Spike. Like, or, or Butch. Or Crawl the Warrior King. Which I have to say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer's ruined me. As soon as, yep. he, said, as, soon as he said Spike, I just immediately started laughing. <laughs> yep. I thought, so could we name it Mr. Pointy? But... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, 
And and, I, and that killed the erection. That kills the mood, which is what yeah. she's really going for, of yes. course. Um, so the next day he's complaining to his co-workers about her. Right. And says she's like a crack-enhanced Kathy Lee. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> crack-enhanced Kathy Lee Gifford. I was like, wow, that that's a pull. Like, yeah. I don't think about that very often anymore. Yeah. I mean, she's still on daytime TV and stuff, but... Yeah, but not not in the sense of that we... Like, how we grew up with Kathy yeah. Lee Gifford. Yeah. But um, yeah, then she shows up. Then Andy shows up with the dog. Which, what kind of dog is that? Chinese I, Crested. Crested. I could never understand her. Yeah. Because she looked crested. half confused when she was saying what she was saying. She's like, Chinese Crested? Like, yeah. Hmm, yeah. Maybe that's the right it's thing. It's a Chinese Crested. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it's it's during this, this whole... little family. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh. And she gets him a, a shirt to match the little sweater the dog's got like on. Like a little beige family. Yeah. Um, they, um, it's like, yeah, so she leaves the dog, like, brings the dog... Like leave, leaves the dog with him. It's during this, like you know, like the the dog is wearing a rhinestone collar, mm-hmm. and and he makes some comment about the dog having like more bling than Liberace, and she goes, oh no, it's just a little, or having more ice than Liberace, and she goes, no, it's just a little frosting, and and so then ding 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 ding, like now he's inspired and he has an idea for this new diamond ad campaign and frost yourself, yeah. Women of New York, frost, frost yourself. Frost, frost this. <laughs> Which, this is another one of those, like, as you get older, things change. I originally thought that was really cute. Now I'm like, mm. uh, Yeah. I don't know that I would want that as an ad campaign for Diamonds, but... Way back when, like, seeing this movie back long ago, uh-huh. I, like, I always remember thinking, eh, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. I'm like, but if you're going for a theme, sure, sure. why not? Exactly. Now I'm like, mm, 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 no, just no. Uh, but yeah, so so then like they decide that that's going to be the whole theme for the party that they're throwing for yeah. for like for the Delauer campaign. Oh, from there we get our family album, <laughs> which I fast forwarded through. Well, I did I not. Could, so I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. I will it. happily talk like, about it for I, a I, second. The note that I have on here is our family album. I want to die. <laughs> so she basically, you you find out, but in the course of this scene, mm-hmm. because his mother calls, she called his mother and got baby photos of him. Yes. And photoshopped baby photos of her and baby photos of him together to see what their kids would look like. The answer is terrifying. Yeah. Well, um, and, and to be fair, this is before there were websites that, that would do, do that. this for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So you so li- she's, you really had to spend all day yeah. in Photoshop doing this BS. And But since it was for her job, she could. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she got Michelle and Jeannie to help her. Oh, absolutely. And make it the most terrifying thing you could. Yep. So yeah, so she she's showing him this photo. Of, this is our wedding. And here's our kids in the... And like it zooms in on the kids in like these like alpine costumes. Oh, God, yeah. And it's like a... Honestly, reject from a horror movie. Like, yeah. For real. Yes. And then his mom calls while she's doing this, and he's like, it's for you? Unknowing uh, that his mother and she have been speaking. Yeah. And, like, that crosses a line, obviously. And, and like, that kind of stuff. I laughed at that part just because... <laughs> who introduces themselves to their boyfriend's mom? Like, that's just... Like, five days in, yeah. That's crazy. Which is great, because that's the whole point. Yeah. But then, uh, so, then he goes... He's in his bathroom... After that, and he's got like she's got like Vagisil sitting on the counter. There, there's and... Vagisil. I counted no fewer than three different types of yeah. of, of menstruation products. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, what did she do? Go, go like, I'm going to find Basi- the most terrifying boxes. Basically what it looked, it, it looked like tampons, pads, and panty liners is yeah. basically what it looked like. Yeah. But like, like, there were a couple plain, of boxes of, of several of them. There, and there were just loose tampons sitting on the top. Yeah. Oh, it's it like so there funny. were yeah because like I remember there were like there was carefree there was Playtex and I don't remember the brand of the other thing I don't either but yeah uh, oh. but I, yeah I, and he just like no 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 no, no. no. yeah and like see I flashed to another movie that you and I have both seen uh, with Jensen Ackles uh, <laughs> Ten Inch Hero Ten Inch Hero uh, if you ha- if you can find a copy and you haven't seen it, Ten Inch Hero is great. It, like it's got some some slow moments, but so funny. But Jensen for, Ackles for an indie movie, it's pretty great. And if you've seen Supernatural, this is not not your Supernatural. Jensen Ackles, he's got like a he's, mohawk. He's, and, yeah, he's got like a blue mohawk yeah, and facial piercing. He's got and a goatee. Yeah. And, His hair changes colors three or four times in the movie. Yes, uh, he wears a kilt. <laughs> yeah. But they work at a sandwich shop. He goes to go buy stuff that they need, and they need tampons. They need tampons for the bathroom. for the bathrooms. And he's just like standing in this aisle of all the feminine products, and he freaks out and calls Trish, played by Daniil Ackles, His not Ackles name. then, but yeah. Uh, and he calls Trish and and gets her to tell him what to buy. He's like, yeah. "Shouldn't I get the super? Isn't it? like that's what my mind flashed to? It's yeah. just that moment of him like having a panic attack." On well, that aisle. But, no, but and then he cools. But, like, yeah, he's cool but about then, it. But then he flips it. Yeah, because absolutely. he's a because he's a grown ass adult man. Exactly. And like, because there are some kids who see him with yeah. you know these boxes of pads and tampons and like start snickering and making fun of him. And he's just like, oh, you don't have a woman in your life who trusts you to get these things for her. Like, cause let me tell you, being that intimate with a woman and blah yeah. blah blah, and the kids it's are a basically. Great it's great. It's so great. And, but like at the same time, like you would expect a man like Ben. Who has a sister and a mother? Yeah, this should not be as I like know. terrifying to him as it is the mysteries of the female body. I'm like, oh, like uh, yeah. Like, Although I will say, my father's about like that, and he has two daughters and a wife. Um, so and, and they've been married for thirty two, <laughs> almost thirty three years, and my dad oh. freaks out when you talk about bras. Like, yeah. But then again, my husband, if I needed him to, would buy me tampons in the store. Like, like, just, it's such a different, Okay, it's weird. Perfect example, like, yes. Like, this is the kind of man that your husband is. When we have had group get-togethers, as a joke, like, like there were some of us going to the store. Josh, because of the kind of person he is, says, anybody need anything while we're out? Our friend Kim jokingly goes, oh, I need some tampons. And he goes, okay, what kind? Yep. Just without hesitation. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I was just trying to embarrass you. And he goes, why? Yeah. It, it just, like, he's, <laughs> he, he's a very logical person and that's a logical it's feminine like, thing. Right. That's what happens. It's like, it's but, like, dude, get a grip. So I guess I have become desensitized to that now. Like, it uh, doesn't bother me nearly as much as it did when I was growing up. And, and so I'm just like, to watch him freak out about it make like, me... yeah kind of snicker and go what an idiot yeah <laughs> like it was just well, really funny and then from there you know, he's he's basically like had all he can take and he's like i i can't do like i can't have any more of her right now and he's like no i you know i've got to go into work and all of this and you're like oh well i had tickets for tonight tonight being game like five yeah of of, of the playoffs of the playoffs and and so he because she's had tickets to the games before just assumes that the tickets that she has is for the Knicks game and no it's they're tickets for Madison Square Garden but it's for a Celine Dion concert which to be fair he should have asked that's his own fault yeah he got caught in the trap that she laid so expertly Um, Um, yes they go see Celine Dion 
And then the next night is supposed to be boys' night. Yeah. Um, and that... <laughs> The poker night meltdown. Yeah, they they have a poker night meltdown. You killed our love fern uh, because love he didn't fern. water the fern. You let it die. She makes the guys put out their cigar, their, their cigars that they're smoking. Oh yeah, she, like I mean, literally takes pizza out of Tony's mouth and yep. makes him eat a cucumber sandwich. Yeah, she and she winds up throwing a vegetable tray at them. Like, she which, goes full-on meltdown bananas. Yes, which I will say, like, that was one of the trivia that I read. was, like, that, yeah. yeah, that Kate Hudson pretty much just had, like, she got to ad-lib so much stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why, like, there are times, like, McConaughey just kind of doesn't, like, he looks like he doesn't quite know what he's doing. And it's because of reasons like that. And in this, like, literally Kate Hudson and the director were the only people who knew that she was going to throw the vegetable tray and nobody else did. And so that's why, like, when she actually throws it, everybody is like, like, like their reactions are just kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, genuine reactions. Yeah. Because, yeah, because nobody knew she was throwing, like, carrots and celery at anybody. Yeah. So she takes the love fern and is going home and she gets in the elevator and kind of grins to herself. He rushes out and basically, he's like, where's the sexy, cool woman that I, I met that yeah. first night? And, and then he basically breaks up with her. She's like, yes, I'm done. Like, relief. But yeah. she also has this, like, look of regret in her mm-hmm. eye, too, which was an interesting. A little bit, yeah. But then his, his friend Thayer, played by Thomas Lennon, is like, couples therapy. Because they, they the, Thomas Lennon and or Thayer and, and, Tony and Tony are on his team, too. So yes. they will get the promotion as well if he gets yeah. it. So they're like, no, no, no. You have four days left. You can rough it out for four days. And then Thayer's like, it's couples counseling. Every time my wife has to divorce me, I take us to couples counseling. It'll yeah. buy you at least four days. days. And so... He literally, like, jumps the fire escape down. And that was a really cool, like, yeah. actual thing. I like that, yeah. Yeah, he rushes down the fire escape and meets her as she's coming out the front door and says, let's try couples counseling. I don't want to I don't want to yeah. give up on us. And, she, like, you can see in her face that she literally goes, how much more can you take? take. Like, yeah. Really? Like, no, like, literally, yeah, the exact word she says is, haven't you had enough? That's what it is. <laughs> haven't you had enough? And he's like, couples counseling. And she's like, I have a therapist. And she calls her good friend Michelle yeah. to pretend to be yeah. a therapist. I just, I remember, I just found it in my notes. The other line that I have that that Danny and I would quote all the time, and I still use this occasionally. The "I love you, Binky," but I but don't I have to like, like you right now. That's all my notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I still use that line because she says that as she's walking away from him. I love yeah. you, and she keeps yeah. making all these stupid nicknames out of his out of the yeah. name Ben, Ben, Boo 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 Boo. Yeah, Benji. Benji, I can see. Benji, I can see, but like the way she says it. Yeah. Benji, like, ugh. Yeah. But anyway, so they go to fake therapy for a six day relationship. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Michelle, the fake therapist, is accidentally helpful. Yeah. Suggests uh, that they go away for the weekend. Yeah, because, well, it starts off like clearly, like they're they're staying on target. They're, you know, how long have you been attracted to men? Um, he's a the- pathological flirt. Well, five seconds ago, I'm gay, and now I'm a pathologist. What? Like, he's just yeah, so confused. I don't know what it was, but, like, there was something... There was just stuff in this whole therapy session that, like, for whatever reason, this time, like, made me cringe so hard. Yeah. Um, and it just, like, I just don't do well with that sort of yeah, thing anymore. I understand that. I think because it was supposed to be bad, I, I was know. okay with yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas, it wasn't, like, supposed to be a real therapy session. Like, I we know. knew Michelle wasn't a real therapist, and... All that kind of stuff. But so so the last thing that they say is is uh, Michelle's like, why are you ashamed of Andy? 
And he's like, I'm not ashamed of Andy. I'm not. Do you want to meet my family? Fine. We can go. You can go meet mom. You can meet the whole group. Yeah. And go to Staten Island. This to weekend. be fair, I also think by this point, the McConaughey charm is working on Michelle quite a bit. Yeah. Because he's a pretty man. Yeah. Like, he he's a good looking dude. Always has been. And he's got pretty eyes. And he looks her in the eyes at one point. Um, but yeah, so so they suggest going to the family. So they're going to go spend the weekend in Staten Island with yeah. his family. And I will give it to Andy. She drops the crazy. Yes. She drops the crazy for the weekend. Yeah. Which for me is the turning point in their relationship. Yeah. It's where the relationship makes sense again. Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah, they go to Staten Island. They get to the mom's house, the mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. And she meets his family, walks in the house. Bullshit. Like, whole family has Tourette's. Hope that's not a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, and the first thing that happens is he takes his nephew and goes and changes the diaper. And yeah, and tells her, family's out back. Go have fun. Go, go have fun. Make yourself at home. He doesn't... I really enjoy the family dynamic. I do, too. The the, the whole, like... About, like, the, the ten minutes of the, of, the, of the card game with his family mm-hmm. is, like, I genuinely adore. And it's, like, my favorite part yeah. of the whole movie. I agree. And... It, 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 for me, it makes up some of the other stuff that happens yeah. in the movie. But yeah, the the whole, like, she starts playing, and then he's like, I'm the king. And the whole family starts cheating yeah, like the, the, to help her yeah. take him down a peg, which is just great. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, that, And then when he figures it out, <laughs> pure of heart. Because his mama can't lie because she's too pure, pure of heart. heart. <laughs> Bullshit, <Shit>. mama. <laughs> like, he, and he's just like, he, fl- he not flips out in a bad way. Right. But he, like, laughs. He's like, I'm going inside to play with the kids who aren't being cheaters. Yeah, yeah like, I'm going to go inside to play with the kids who aren't going to lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have that whole, like, this really cute, great scene of her yeah. with his mom and dad and with his uncle and yeah. then his brother-in-law and his sister comes in about halfway yeah. through. And, they're, like, that's just a legitimately fun yeah. scene in the movie. And it, it's the only scene in the movie that's that feels genuine in any way. It's their like, own, their genuine attraction can yes. take over and their it's, genuine goodness. It's the only scene in the movie that has any, like, any ounce of sincerity to it. Yeah. And then he teaches her to drive the motorcycle to the sounds of Keith Urban's Somebody Like You. Right. Love Somebody Like You, which I like that song a lot. I think I had the CD at one point in my life. When when it came on, I just kind of went like, oh, wow, I forgot he existed. <laughs> like, How could you forget Mr. Nicole Kidman? Come on. <laughs> to be fair, I've, I've listened to country most of my life, and I've sure, always really you, liked you Keith You listen Urban. to country music. Like, I haven't... I've not... Country music was a thing of, like, my elementary school years. Yeah. Like, I haven't listened to it a lot. But there was a point in time, like, Keith Urban was on every radio station, yeah. no matter what it was. Because he's so, Keith Urban. He's amazing. So, yeah, it just Another kinda... Australian wonder. Thank you. <laughs> oh, You've got the Hemsworth brothers and Keith Urban. Come Sweet on. Sweet Jesus. Um, but, but anyway, so, yeah, so then th- th- there's a really cute motorcycle lesson, and then, like, they're getting snow cones, and there's there's it's a really cute, yeah. like, scene... And then, okay, this is where I wanted to, like, there was something weird. So they get, like, splashed. Yes. So they're going to come, they come back to the house, and he's showing her how the, the, uh. So she can take a shower, yeah. The shower works, because hot is cold, and cold is hot, and you got to turn it all the way for anything to happen. Yeah. And I've if had some, those. Yeah, and if somebody flushes a toilet in Bayonne, you are going to get scalded, yeah. yeah. And I've been in those Ugh. kind of showers before, and, and everything. I have one of those kind of showers. <laughs> um, we used to, at one yeah. point. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but she sits on the toilet seat while he's telling her how it works and she kind of 
has this moment where she breaks a little bit. Yeah, like and she gets this emotional. this is the moment where I was like, I think we would benefit so much more if we knew something about Andy. Yep. Because, like, I wonder, like, headcanon, I said I had headcanons and stuff. Mm-hmm. She hasn't had a family in a long time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everything that we see, she never talks about a family. He talks about family all the time. Yeah. She never really talks about family or, or no. anything like that. Or having like we... anyone other than her two friends. And so for my headcanon of how I decided is this is the first time she's been around a real family, maybe ever, but yeah. definitely for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so she cries and Ben like immediately is like, are you okay? What's, what's going on? Yeah. And she's like, when your mom hugged me, she, she really, really hugged me. me. And like, that is such a genuinely good moment in this yeah. movie. Like for these, this liar, because essentially mm-hmm. that's what she is at this yeah. point, to regret what she's mm-hmm. done. And to sincerely see how wonderful his family is and mm-hmm. how wonderful he can be. And then assume I assume they have sex. It doesn't yeah. show it, but they take off the, their clothes and get in the like, shower. The room gets steamy and it's not just because of the hot water. Yeah, they, they start kissing. To be fair, he's still in jeans getting in a shower. So good for you. No, 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 no. Those come off. I didn't see. I don't remember that part. Okay, it's yeah. I was I was like okay, kissing naked. I get it. Move on. <laughs> and all of this is happening to the sounds of of uh, feels yes. like home by Chantel Gravier. Which I, I wrote that. Down which too, I love. That I know I've pronounced her name incorrectly, but that is a song that was in like so many so many movies. I love Very, that song. Oh, same same here. And like it's been covered by a bunch of people, mm-hmm. but it was most prominently featured in uh, in Dawson's Creek way back when. Oh man. Like that's where it kind of broke the big time. Man. I think you gave um, it to me. Yes. Um cuz I was writing a because, story a yes. long time ago that I'm not even going to go into cuz it's embarrassing as all I, get out. I gave it to you because I had it because I had the Dawson's Creek yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> but I needed something something like that. And you're right. like, oh no no, this is the song you need and like slipped it to me like a dealer. Like this is the song you need. It's what I do. <laughs> And, and, like, I fell in love with that song. And, like, I... Yeah. Josh Groban did a cover of it. And mm-hmm. it's a good cover, but I still it's got nothing on the original for me. Oh, no. Like, very, can't. very... There are some that do, but that is just Don't get me wrong. Like, like, I love Josh Groban with all of my heart and soul. Every atom of my being. His cover doesn't come close. Um, but So we have, like, they get back... They go back to, to I'm guessing, Manhattan... Um, yeah, probably. Probably. Based on the, the front like, of her building. Based, based on the fact that every, like, every movie that's set, like, if it's if it's not specified that it's happening in, like, Brooklyn or Queens or something, every movie just basically takes place in Manhattan. And yeah. If it's, if it's a New York movie. Um, but from there, like, he, he takes her back to her, to her apartment. He tells her, you know, that he, like, this... Uh, he asks her to the party. Asks her to the party to go as his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And and so then we have he comes to pick her up. I yeah. One second first. Um, two things. Yes. <laughs> the first is I just kind of glossed over a bunch. It's of stuff. okay. The first thing in that is who asks someone to a gala the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Like you've got to go dress shopping. You have to get a hair appointment. Which granted, she clearly did not get a hair appointment. But she's Wonder Woman, so she can do anything. I guess. But like speaking as a normal person. You have to plan mm-hmm. that crap. Like, girls don't go just go to prom the, like by being asked the night <laughs> before. It doesn't work like that. But then It does in movies. Yeah. This and is then, movie logic. But he also makes time, plans. Yeah. Yeah. Time and logistics matter not yeah. in films. Yeah. 
But Ben also asks her out for day 13, yeah. making it clear to us, the audience, that he intends for this to go past, to go past the 10, 10 days. days. He has fallen for her, too. Yes. Because um, he has Nick's tickets. He has Nick's tickets for them. Not as good as hers, but it's game seven, so. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, like, I think that's important that he, at that point, is in. Like, he yeah. is all in. Uh, the next day is when she tries to not have to write the article. Like, she mm-hmm. goes to her boss and says, you know, stuff has changed. And her boss is like, too bad. This is the article I said you're doing. Which, you're doing it. Which, like, like, no, I can understand. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. the the cover has already gone to print. It's like I mean, you can't change it at that point. To be fair, I don't know that's an article that should have been greenlit in the first oh, place. Oh, I'm absolutely with you. Um, I have this problem from the beginning of yeah. the, from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. However, I'm like at this point in time, it's too late. It's yeah. Like as someone who worked at a newspaper for nearly a year, once it is that far, you cannot change it. But here's the, here's my other thought. So she writes the article and just says all the crap she did. And like, and just say yeah. he say he left at the end. Like, there's no reason to sabotage your own real, real life relationship. But that would be too easy. I know, but and it that, just annoys me. That wouldn't me give us a, that wouldn't give us the typical rom com conflict. That's fair. That was so, a mouthful, Jesus. So they um, they go. He picks her up. Like you said, he picks her up for mm-hmm. the. Uh, I do love the dress. It's fabulous. It was designed with the necklace in, in mind. mind. Oh which yeah, I yeah. find interesting. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I don't go, like yellow when I love this dress. Yeah, it, it, for Kate Hudson, it just <laughs> looks like, beautiful. It's like there, there are two yellow dresses I love: Belle's dress in Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> and this one. But yes, yeah, so, so and she gets the diamond, the Isadora. Yes, the Isadora. massively expensive named, Isadora diamond, yes, named for Isadora Duncan. The uh, oh, the the boss go. He goes to talk to. I forgot the boss's name. Um, Warren, ben, Ben's boss, Warren. Warren goes to talk to Andy at the party and gets the fact that she's in love with Ben out mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. But she's like, please don't tell him. So then you have the the Judies. The Judies. <sighs> the Judies turn into the bitches. <laughs> they're real mad because they're not getting their way. pretty much always been all along. But this is like, this is a, like another level of. Yep. Like sabotaging someone else's relationship to me is all like, because you're jealous of something they're doing at work. To me, yeah, I always that's have the thing. It's like, some... Because nobody in this movie exists outside of their work. Yeah, that's true. It's like their work has to be everything. Like in this yeah. moment, they are essentially Cinderella's evil stepsisters. Do we, do we ever see the inside of Andy's apartment? Ever? Nope. It just occurred to me. No, we never we do. We never see Andy's apartment. No, we see her at Michelle's apartment. That is it. We see her at Michelle's apartment. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That just occurred to me. Yeah. We see Ben's apartment. We see Ben's apartment. Everything she, ha- everything happens in Ben's apartment. Like nothing. We never ever She's almost ever. like she doesn't exist I know. outside of work and Ben. That's I know. crazy. It's she's a Ruby Sparks. Ugh. That's <laughs> ugh. like um, like she only exists with Ben. But yeah, so the ad girls set up uh Thayer and, and Tony. Tony. And they're like, we're going to go talk to Warren because she knew about the bet all along. And she we was in on that. it. Yeah. So they rush off to go make sure that Andy doesn't Isn't spill. Isn't quote unquote spill, spill the beans. Spill the beans. Yeah. yeah. And in doing so, tell Andy what happened. Yeah. Meanwhile, Warren tells Ben, she's in love with you. Good mm-hmm. job. You have the account. And he doesn't even hear the whole, yeah. I have the account part. Like it just, He's just she like, she's me. in love with me. Yeah. She loves me. And then you have Lana, which is Andy's boss. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're the new point man on the De Beers. Not De Beers, I'm sorry. <laughs> Delauer. The, the Delauer, the Delauer account. account. 
And so, uh, so we need to talk to da, da, da And she's like, oh, that's Andy, my, my how-to my girl. How-to girl. She's doing a how to lose a guy in 10 days thing right now. And like, you wouldn't believe the, the stuff, stuff she's she put this poor man through. through. Like, and as she's talking, she get, realizes like her face kind of changes. She goes, you're a crawl. Yeah. And then she just walks, walks away. away. <laughs> I don't blame her. Like, oh, um, but yeah, so it's, it's in this, you know, here at this gala, we have, you know, like they introduced Marvin Hamlish. I was like, yeah, my, my note on this whole exchange is like the truth comes out and then the terrible singing begins. Yeah. Like they I said, introduced Marvin Hamlish. Yeah. And then Kate has had too much, to, I'm sorry, Andy has had too much to drink <laughs> and stumbles onto the stage and says that, cause, cause Mrs. DeLauer has been all, all over ben. ben, which granted it's early 2000s, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. She's not dead. She has a pulse. She's old, so she can get away with it. Yes. And she's rich, so she can get away with it. Yes. So she goes for it. <laughs> I mean. She's like, would you order me a whiskey sour? <laughs> yeah. I do love that old lady. So they, she gets him on stage to sing to his new friend, Mrs. DeLauer. Yeah. To be fair, I think that's all. She just intended to embarrass him. him. Yeah. But he's like, no, no, no. He's going to turn the table. He's not going to let that happen. So he brings her up too. They right. sing a truly atrocious "You're So Vain" that is for me and for you mm-hmm. uh, too awkward almost to it's, watch. It goes toward, and this is something you and I talk about a lot off mm-hmm. mic. We cannot handle secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, and so that's what a lot of this is yeah. for me. So yeah, I did fast forward through this a lot, like mm-hmm. before, like like since like I said I haven't watched it since college. Before I didn't care; I just let it play. But now. I have an anxiety disorder and everything has changed. I'm like, ha, <laughs> can't do it. I sat through it barely. You're a better man than I, Gunga Den. I don't have the, I don't have the, the problem, the anxiety stuff that you have. <laughs> yeah. So I, I sat through it, but for me, it, that whole scene brings the characters back to an unlikable place. Yep. And th- yeah, that is something I hadn't really thought about. You mentioned unlikable. They're both very unlikable people. They at have their likable moments. moments yeah. yeah. And, and I think overall, mm-hmm. when they're being themselves, they're likable. Mm-hmm. But when they're putting on their affectations, that ma- that's the part that makes them the worst. Yeah. Um, with the exception of some stuff Ben does at the very beginning. But mm-hmm. love changes him. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so she rushes out. I, I will say... This is probably one of my favorite rom-com fights. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's a legit, like, no they, holds barred. They tell each other. It is, like, bare knuckles. Like, yeah. As brawl. soon as she gives the diamond back, they they just go. They let each other have it. Uh-huh. And and it's it's very well acted. Like, it's it's good. Um, but, yeah, they, they have a back and forth about the whole thing. Yeah. And, and like, they, he, they hit each other where it hurts. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, they don't ever drag, the, like... Yeah, like, pretty much what it comes down to is, you know, one of the last things he says to her is, like, you know, you how to lose a guy in 10 days. Like, you like you wanted to lose a guy. Well, guess what? You lost him. No, you know what, Ben? You can't lose something you never had. Yeah. And pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, and so... And they walk away from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it flashes to Andy giving the copy to Lana. Mm-hmm. And Lana's like, this isn't what I thought it would be, but it's really good. Right. Or it's still perfect. So sure, now you can write about whatever you want, even like politics and religion. Well, no, no, no. The wind's not going to blow you there. Yeah, wherever wherever the wind takes you. Like, but the, the wind's not going to blow you there. There. This is more of a light breeze. breeze. So Andy immediately quits because yeah. she's like, no, I have sa- I have literally sacrificed every moral yeah. that I have Which, and the love of the man I think could be the love of my life mm-hmm. 
for this job and you're not gonna let me write what yeah. I want to write. Which I was thinking about this like during the scene in the movie, like for the early two thousands. Like I just wanted to like I was irritated with her character of like, honey, you're working at a fashion magazine. Like you're not going to get like you're not going to get to write about Tajikistan yeah. in in a fashion magazine in the early two thousands. Now, oh, yeah. in in the year of our Lord twenty eighteen, we have we have Teen Vogue, and like which is like which is like running out in front of all of the crowds, and like it's a teen magazine like that is that actually talks about politics yeah. and and foreign affairs and religion, and I'm like. Yeah, it was like you were 15 years too early on that, honey. But Well, to be fair, what my thought was, was they usually put articles like that in the back of the magazine. So get her to do both. Get her to do a frivolous, stupid how-to and let her write what she wants. And you get the best of both worlds. You might increase your readership. You, I mean, like, and I, I understand why Lana doesn't do yeah. it. Yeah, I truly do. And like I said, for but, for for the time, it just is not going to happen. It I think work. she'd been told by Lana every time we see her mm. that if she just plays it right, plays buys her time, she will yeah. let her write what she wants to write. So she's believed that lie for too long, and now she's done. Yeah. Um. um so she prints her last article, uh, in the the, the confession article, which is such yeah. a trope. Um, that yes. we will see again in Never Been Kissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I, I think I enjoy it more in Never Been Kissed. Yes. Because we get to read it. We get yes. to read most we, of it. We get to, yeah. We that's get... something else that's missing in this for me. Yep. I would I would love to hear Andy's confession. Absolutely. Um, because it would be much more interesting. And it we would get, give her. Yes. It would, it would give, give us her, an insight into it her. It would give us some depth. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and Mike. So Andy is crying on the couch at, at Michelle's. Michelle's house. And Mike shows back up. Yeah. Mike, the guy that she dated for a week and was so upset about, now misses the smell of her perfume on his pillow. Right. He's been Stockholm syndromed. She did well, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, just the, yeah, the note, yeah. The note that I have on this. I actually thought it was really sweet. I did but. too, but the the note that I have on that is like so Michelle's guy Michael returns and so suddenly now all of the terrible things uh, all the terrible things that were done in relationships are okay because now it got her the guy. Which is which is a thing uh-huh. that often happens in rom-coms. The way I took that scene, I took it slightly differently. I took it as everybody has the freak that's right for them. <laughs> like I know that sounds weird, <laughs> but like the crazy stuff that she was doing worked for this guy this one guy there are other times she she talks about lots of other times where she's dated a guy and it hasn't worked and and yeah, it's I know. the same thing but she thought she and mike had a connection and and i think they probably did for him to come back mm-hmm. two weeks later and be like i miss the smell of your perfume yeah like that to me that was a cute a cute moment and and now michelle has also learned to slow her roll yeah she's not going to scare him away again by mm-hmm. like calling him up in the middle of the night and telling him what she had to eat that day. <laughs> and and I think for me, like that was like Michelle has learned a lesson from mm-hmm. this, but there's also the lesson of a little crazy is okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like there's, we have friends, I have friends of, with different couples and stuff. And I've told one woman, I wouldn't be able to stand her husband. And she's like, I wouldn't be able to stand your husband. Yeah. I was like, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Different people fall in love with different things. Yeah. And, and Mike apparently fell in love with crazy. <laughs> but I thought um, I liked that whole, like, that getting resolved at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. I would have been just as okay if she'd have been like, I'm okay now that I know you don't have to be crazy to get a guy. But at the same time, the idea that her crazy worked. Yeah. Kind of worked for me too. Um, 
But yeah. then we get the romantic chase after the confession yeah. article. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have uh, Tony. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tony brings a copy of the of the of the magazine to Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and tells him, like, no, you really need to read the article. So so he skims through it. He reads the big. Yeah. Although he misses he, the biggest one. It's like he reads the pull quotes. Yeah. Except for the big, the last one says, this is my last article. And he still goes to the magazine. Yeah. So he, he's like, oh, I have to talk to her. So he goes to the magazine, you know, where he finds out that she's quit. And that, you know, she's going to, she's going to Washington so, you know, so then we have... And that's where he finds out Michelle was not a real therapist. therapist. He's like, you owe me $300. You owe me 300 bucks <laughs> and runs out the thing, jumps on his motorcycle and chases her through yeah. New York City. Yeah, runs, like, drives, like, very quickly drives over to her apartment just in time to see her getting in a cab. Mm-hmm. And then we have him following a whole bunch of cabs. I'm thinking he follows her over the Brooklyn Bridge. Is that where it was? That's, it's on the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think. I, yeah, I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge. It was like, maybe. It seems right. It like, it might be we'll the other one. We'll say it's right. Yeah. Um, and not being yeah, it's actually a, from New York, we will just say it's the I know, bridge. yeah. Um, but so he gets her to pull over on <laughs> yeah. a section that's being worked on. Yeah, the the note that I have over this is like going back to like talking about the music in this movie is like, uh-huh. oh, we have the obligatory Gin Blossoms tune over the rom com chase. Yeah, <laughs> like because yeah, you've got like the Gin Blossoms were everywhere in the nineties yeah. and two thousands. Like so course you had to have follow you down so they get he gets her to pull over she gets the cabbie to pull over which is the much more difficult part pulling over on a bridge that's difficult yeah Yeah. so she threatens to throw up the back of his cab and suddenly he can find a way to pull over he just pulls over in the middle of the construction traffic because they don't mind yeah so she gets out of the car they have this this really cute this really nice conversation where mm-hmm. he, she's like close closure essentially yeah and <coughs> she's like i'm going to washington bye and he's like bullshit yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> the way he says bullshit is just... I know. It's a thing of beauty. It's, like, that in itself is it's, the best thing. Yeah, I know. Thing. It's just such a Texas drawl. Yeah, but he tells her, you know, you're running away from... Yeah, because yeah, she... You could write politically in New York. Yeah, like, what she says is, like, she's going to Washington because it's the only place that she can write about the things that she wants to write. And that's when he calls bullshit and says, like, you can write anywhere. Yep, you can write wherever you want. You're running, running away. away. And he kind of walks up to her and she goes, so you're calling my bluff? And he's like, yeah. And he grabs her and kisses her. Yeah. And he hands, without waiting for <laughs> without her answer. Without waiting for an answer. He just hands the cabbie the money and says, take the lady's bags back, back, back to, to her, her place. place. She has alternate transportation. And they go to climb on his motorcycle. Like, oh, our love fern. Because <laughs> he yeah. brought the fern with him. He brought the love fern She left with the him. love fern in her cubicle. cubicle. So he grabs the love fern and he's like, nope, we're taking care of this oh, relationship. Oh, God. Th- that part is really funny. It like, is funny. The love fern through line in that movie is super like, funny. I don't know why, but the actual love fern itself makes me laugh. I'm like, going back and rewatching it, like I said, I do have problems with this movie. And it doesn't hold up as well as, as I thought it might. But... The love fern makes me laugh every fucking time. <laughs> the yeah, I love the love fern stuff. I love all that. I, like, at, and the thing of the movie, like I said, the biggest thing for me about this movie is we is we don't know enough about mm-hmm. who Andy and Ben are, especially Andy. Like I said, oh, yeah. she doesn't even exist outside her like inside of her apartment. Yeah, it's like we, which almost every rom com has a scene of a girl in her apartment. We yeah. do not get that in this. No, to be fair, all. we don't get a lot of guys' apartments in rom-coms. So this does a lot of, like, flipping that. Where, yeah. where they're always going over to his place. He's the one who's cooking. Mm-hmm. Th- th- that's sort of interesting in itself. But the uh, the other thing I said is they know each other maybe. like, Or 
she writes in the article, these have been the best 10 days of her life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a problem with this. You've only been nice, like, mm-hmm. maybe five days. Like, I'm I'm going on a limb oh, and yeah. saying five. Because you've got the first night they were together, and then I will give you the Knicks game. I will yeah. give you all the Knicks game, because... It's it's a tiny little part at the end. And he yeah. says she's amazing after the Knicks yeah. game. He's fine with what happened. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not fine with it, but he can deal with it. Yeah. And then you it's have several days of crazy, mm-hmm. and then two days at his parents' house, Yeah, and the last day at... The, the banquet, which mm-hmm. is kind of bad and good at the same time. Yeah. So literally, they've only been actually happy together for five days. Yeah. Oh. That just seems really not enough time to really know somebody. Like, I agree. Especially considering half the time she was putting on a fake thing, and half the t- and the whole time he was trying to woo her. Like, what happens when he's no, actually... No, 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 He is not trying, trying to... Trying to make woo- her fall in love with he's him. He's not trying to woo her. He is trying to get her to fall in love with right. him. I was using them... Right. I was using... Yeah, I just meant it the same way. But yeah. So he's trying to get her to fall in love with him. So he has, like, all of his charisma turned up to, like, 11. He's yeah. going to go out of his way to do everything for her. He's not like that normally. Like, I know. what's going to happen in two weeks when there's a, like ga- a, a game yeah. he wants to go to or... You know, he wants to go have boys' night. Granted, I think she'd be cool with boys' night. And the way yeah. that they get along, I think it'll actually mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. But, like, they don't actually know. They don't know each other at all. No, not their real personalities. No, they, not a bit. She does know his family and how he is with his family. And I think that helps. But, yeah, that that's probably my, like, biggest frustration with this is it's so shallow. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, to look back on it, there's probably a lot that are. But this right. one... is like, we're just kind of starting our excavation. This one just feels... Like, like I'm comparing it to the proposal in my head. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's the one that's coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. I could do others. Um, like, while you were sleeping, for example. That one... <clears throat> I know we're going to talk about it eventually, but Sandra Bullock's character pretends a relationship that doesn't exist yeah. for a good portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. But she's still herself. Yeah. Like, she still is open and honest about who she is. And these people aren't. So, like, it's hard to for me mm-hmm. to see how that works. Yeah. I'm, like I said, it it doesn't, like, there are still some things that I enjoy uh-huh. in this. Yeah. And, and, and as we said, like, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, they have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. They it's, did another movie together, too, that I never watched and probably never will. It's called s- Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. Yeah. Never saw it either. No. There are definitely things about this movie that 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 are well remembered like mm-hmm. that you know that i remember favorably yeah like but yeah there was definitely some things and a lot of it is just the time like the last 15 years have changed radically yeah so and like and for the better i think yeah because the you know you don't have like the, the sort of latent misogyny of the like oh yeah lips and hips are over in a chick magazine yeah like stuff like that i'm happy to like to have fallen by the wayside yeah. but so do you think Andy and Ben stayed together based on what we know about them? <sighs> At this point, they've been through the worst, right? <laughs> like, she's on, never going to be as crazy as she was. I will say this. On a surface level, yeah, I think they work. Yeah. I think... Um, based on what we know, I based think Based on work. what we know. I Based on what we know, like, yeah, the, the known data, yeah, I think they work. I think they could be compatible. Yeah. But if I'm... If I try to, like really think my way through it i'd say probably not but 
It's a rom-com. I'm just going to stick at service level. Sure, they probably work. So what do you rate it? 2.5. Me too! <laughs> I was going to go flat too, but the, the, the my love of the family dynamic in yeah. the bullshit scene bumped me up. I Yeah, I, oh. I couldn't go as low as 2. Because like I said, I... I do have fond memories of this movie and there are yeah. things that I like. And and this is probably one of the first things that I ever saw Thomas Lennon in and I bloody love that man. Oh, he's so funny. He's so good. Um but yeah, I um I definitely couldn't give it more than a 2.5. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I almost went 2, but the bullshit scene put me at 2.5. Yeah, so. cuz the 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 family dynamic out of 5, by the way. Yeah, out of 5. <laughs> yeah, out of 5. Sorry, we should say that. Definitely yeah. out of 5. Um, but, uh, anything else? That's all I have. All right. Well, I think that about covers it for this episode of Couch Buddies. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Facebook and Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com. 